You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome to your Monday episode of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Pete Sweeney. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Monday, January 3rd. Play action. Touchdown, Kansas City. Demarcus Robinson. 29 yards out. So we wanted to start things off on this Monday morning with something positive before we dive into the reasons the Kansas City Chiefs lost the Cincinnati Bengals 34 to 31 on Sunday. Some of the questionable calls aside, the Kansas City Chiefs simply can't give up 11 catches for 266 yards and three touchdowns to rookie wide receiver Jamar Chase. If we didn't know before Sunday, we now know that Chase is without question one of the most exciting young players in the league and destined for superstardom. As a defense, you absolutely cannot give up a third and 27 conversion at a pivotal point in the game. The Chiefs defense was able to put pressure on Joe Burrow throughout the contest, but the secondary couldn't win the one-on-one matchups it consistently found itself in. Man coverage is a staple of the Spagnolo defense, but the Chiefs got burned by it on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, they came out and played a little different coverages and stuff like that, but uh, I think it was just execution, and we were executing at a high level in the first half. Um, we had a couple bad plays here and there uh, from really everybody um, that, that kind of stalled drives out. Um, but, I mean, I mean, we, we found ways to score points. I mean, we just got to continue to work on being better, and then hopefully going into this next game in the playoffs, we can, we can get rolling. The Chiefs had four straight touchdown drives in the first half of this game, but never got anything going offensively in the second half. The Chiefs managed just three points after the break when the offense looked nearly unstoppable earlier in the game. Kansas City's mistakes showed up on Sunday in yet another pivotal game. What's worse is that the offense in the second half and the defensive breakdowns throughout the game possibly cost them the number one seed in the AFC. The Titans win over the Dolphins vaults them ahead of Kansas City for the first round bye in the AFC heading into the final week of the regular season. The Chiefs head to Denver and the Titans will take on the Texans. The Chiefs need to win and now the Titans need to be upset by Houston. Yeah, I thought Joe did a real nice job of jumping in there and and, and doing it with little very little reps um if any none this week for sure and uh but he um you know he's a football player and thought he did a nice job with that kansas city also finds itself shorthanded along the offensive line heading into the postseason once again after orlando brown jr sat out the game with a pre-game calf injury and lucas niang was carted off the field with what andy Reid described as a particular tendon injury that ends his season Kyle Long has yet to be active for the Chiefs since returning to the team, but if they can find a way to get him on the field, he could wind up being drastically important to the postseason offensive line depth. Yeah, well, with, with hindsight now, I mean, uh, I could have helped out a little bit more on uh, on on Chase. That's uh, we put our guys in 
you know, in that position uh, to make a play to hopefully get to the quarterback and keep him out of field goal range. And, and so it, it didn't work out. The guys busted their tail to get it done, and it just didn't, it didn't work out. The difference in this game against the Bengals came down to them having a trio of wide receivers that is arguably the most talented group in football. They also have Jamar Chase, who looks like he's going to be one of the best pass catchers in football for a very long time. The Chiefs have leaned on their corners in Charvarius Ward, Rashad Fenton, and Lajarius Sneed to hold up in man coverage a ton this season. And Sunday, they just weren't up to the task. It was never more evident than the third and 27 conversion. That, to me, was the game's turning point. Uh, I mean, there's a time and a place for that. I mean, I, I mean, they, they made six stops at the goal line. I mean, whenever you make six stops at the one yard line, it's tough to whenever they, they get a first down after that. So, I mean, it's I mean, the defense has to play, too. They made the stops. We almost got the ball backed up. We'd have been able to get in the overtime and do all that different type of stuff. But, um, I mean, they fought to the very end, and unfortunately, it didn't work out their way. The Chiefs also chose to try and hold the Bengals within the goal line at the end of the game after burning their timeouts instead of allowing Cincinnati to score and leave time left on the clock for Patrick Mahomes. No matter where you land in this debate, the Chiefs chose to stand with their defense and hope that they could hold the Bengals. The Bengals chose to go for it on fourth and goal, and after offsetting penalties, they got another flag that gave them an automatic first down and the ability to run the clock out to kick a game-winning chip shot field goal. Patrick Mahomes never got the ball back. Yeah, I thought he had a great game. You know, I thought a lot of things kind of went his way. Um... You know, a lot of balls he caught today, we could have been better, you know, as far as our angles to the completion point. Um, I didn't think we tackled, you know, as well as we've been tackling the last couple months. And anytime you're playing against a player like that, they're going to they're gonna expose you. You know, they're going if you have an off day, like they're going to they're going to be the reason you get exposed. So, um, you know, hats off to the kid. You know, he had a great game. I'm um, hoping that he could keep it going, you know, going forward. But. Uh, I, I think for us, you know, uh, you know, really what I said a couple minutes ago is, you know, even if guys make a big play, you know, uh, catch a ball or, you know, get a touchdown, you know, it's all about the next drive and how we respond. And, you know, we had some moments in the game where we, were, we, where we responded well, um, but when we really needed it, you know, we, we just couldn't get off the field. Credit where it's due to the Bengals' young superstar and Jamar Chase. The Chiefs hadn't given up a first-quarter touchdown since October until he scored a 72-yarder, and that put the Bengals on the board. Chase also set the single-game record for receiving yards by a rookie wide receiver. The Chiefs just couldn't adjust to those Bengals receivers, and especially Chase, on Sunday. I mean, after you after you lose a game like you lost it today, it shouldn't be difficult to get be ready to go again the next week. So, uh, I'm, I think guys will be ready to go. We're playing Denver; they're a good football team. They gave us the challenge this last time we played them, like they always do. And we're playing in Denver, which is a tough place to play at. So, uh, I think we'll try to fix some things, come back, and uh, play better football this next week. Now it's on to the next one as the Chiefs travel to Denver for the Week 18 matchup to have any chance at a first round bye. They again will have to win that contest against either. Teddy Bridgewater or a familiar face from Drew Locke, and they will need the Davis Mills-led Texans to pull off an upset over the Titans. The Texans did upset the Titans in Week 11, 22-13, so it's not like it's impossible, but Chiefs fans will indeed be Texans fans in Week 18. That's it for the Arrowhead Drive for Monday, January 3rd. If you enjoy the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the entire Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, and while you're there, leave us a rating and a review. 
coming up later today. It's another episode of Out of Structure as Ron and Matt take your Chiefs questions from Twitter. As for me, that's a wrap for now. I'm Pete Sweeney. I'll catch you on Wednesday for the next edition of the Arrowhead Drive. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.